to the Deliberating Pastor Podcast. That's awesome. Wow. Mm. Today's going to be an interesting podcast, it guys. <laughs> so glad that you have joined with us. I've got Pastor Ken, Brother Doug, and myself, Aaron Hogue. And man, my goodness, we are going to have a good time today. Let me turn this off here. <laughs> The first of 2022 20, for us. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it is. The first of 2022. Woo, it's my been goodness. It's been a while. Is it, it has, really? It's been, yeah. Oh, dang. I don't think, I think we've been back. It's, uh, it's been a, been a minute. Uh, the first of the year, my wife and I, we went to the Bahamas. Bless yeah. him, Lord. I know. That is so cool. I'm happy for oh, you. Oh, it was, it was so nice. It really was. We had a, we had a good time and. I come back home and worked about a week and a half, and then got sick again. So, <laughs> uh, was was out most of January. <laughs> it felt like <laughs> on the naughty list again. On the naughty list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while we were gone, I had COVID twice. Oh my goodness! So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm two for two. So, so I'm eventually, old. I mean, yeah, uh, way last year, but yeah, two yeah. for two. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there should be something in the Bible that says, "Thou shalt not get COVID." Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that might be when one of the topics we cover, though. There you go. I, I think Claim so, it, brother. I think so. Hey, listen. Today we would like to just start. We, you know, we, um, we just we love the Bible. We love everything in there. It's it's life. The the Word of God is life, and. Today we'd like to just to kind of dive in a little bit on law and grace. Um, you know, there's a lot of folks out there. They're they're calling themselves you know Torah followers, and you know, and and I think it's very important as us as Christians that we recognize what Jesus did on the cross and mm-hmm. what that what that um, that means for the law, which we find. Um, you know, in in the first uh, uh, five books, there, uh, well, Leviticus, and you know, we we find Moses's law that's there that the Israelites um, lived by, and um, well, tell us what the problem is. I mean, the so the, what's going on now? So what what we're seeing today is there are folks who claim to be Christians, you know, and actually, um, this actually is not a new thing. I mean, you think about um, in in Peter's time. Christians were still wanting to mm-hmm. um, um, have everyone keep the law. They, they want, yeah, keep the law. They were doing, they were doing practices, and and Paul, Paul had to keep some things. You know, 
had to set them straight on these things. And and we're still having that today. We still have folks that call themselves Christians, and they are saying, "Hey, yeah, you have to follow the law." Um, too. And so I think I think it's very important that we we talk about that and address that um, because Jesus came to set us free. And what the law did was point us to Jesus. Mm-hmm. It makes us say, hey, we need Jesus right. is what the yeah. law did. And uh, so I am going to open this up, let you guys, and I'm going to chime in, and we're just going to have us a good time talk about law and grace and what it isn't, what it is. Um, I think those are very, very important. Um, so let's 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 just talk about um, the law first. Let's let's talk about where it originated from. Um, and, and I think yeah. you had mentioned that this was a big problem in the church, and that is, um, you know, that was that was the main issue of all the epistles, all the letters in the New Testament. They're dealing with this question of. Uh, of Jew, Jewish Christians, Jews that have received Jesus as Messiah and their followers of Christ. And now we've got these Gentiles who are now non-Jewish people that are following Jesus. Do they keep the same customs and laws, food laws that we do? Mm-hmm. And that was that's all through the book of Acts. That's what the book of Acts is about, is how are we going to um, wrestle with this problem? People will say, Lord, Let's get back to the New Testament church, the church in the book of Acts. Well, you're asking for lots of problems and lots of division because that's what they were dealing with all the time. So um, it came to a head as as you read through the book of Acts that um, they, they were saying, okay, now that these non-Jewish people are coming to the Jewish Messiah, Jesus, um, shouldn't they keep the food laws? Shouldn't right. they observe the Sabbath? Right. So shouldn't they do all these things that we have always been taught to do? And um, bottom line, they said, you know what? We, we, and they brought this into the Jerusalem Council, and they said, you know, what we recommend just don't, um, just don't have se- do sexual immoral, immoral things. That's one of the things we don't want you to do. Um, another thing is, is just stay off, uh, you know, the things that have been strangled with blood. And then, uh, I can't remember what the other one is, but did you have it there, Doug, of what their decision was in the book of Acts? or? Yeah, they, they did they did have it. You can't count me off guard here. I'm sorry. No, but- just, no, abstain. <laughs> I just found it, just found it, yeah. Abstain from uh, uh, eating food offered to idols, um, consuming blood, and, and, yeah, and the strangled... Uh, uh, Animals and then the sexual immorality. So, so that's Acts what? Yeah, uh, that's Acts fifteen. Acts fifteen. I, yeah, I used so, to preach a sermon called the First Church Board Meeting. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Acts fifteen. I mean, that's near the end of the book. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've got, you know, fifteen leading up to these fifteen, cha- the fifteenth chapter. You have all of these issues, and Paul is going to write to the Church of Galatia. Um, he's going to write to Rome. The, and if you look. You don't realize that the whole letter to Rome was on these issues also. Mm-hmm. You don't find that out till the end of the book where these Jews and non-Jews, the weak and the strong, he's talking about, are not getting along. So um, so basically, the the way the, the New Testament quite explains it, to me, to me, there's not a big issue, although people seem to still want to live back in the Old Testament. And I would like to say... 
I think they are Christians. There are certain, there are certain sure, uh, sure. Uh, denominations that they want to keep the Sabbath on Saturday. Well, God bless you. You keep the Sabbath on Saturday. You know, that's the way it originally was. Mm-hmm. But listen, we as Christians, it's not so much that we have freedom to do whatever the heck we want. It's about that we recognize that that is a cultural thing. And what was asked of the early church for the non-Jewish Christians is, hey, no sexual immorality. Come on, no, no, none of this idol worship stuff and this eating from idols and stuff. Because, And the reason why that was an issue is because, you know, potluck. I mean, they had potluck 2,000 years ago at the church. The Jewish Christians would come and the non-Jewish Christians um, the Jewish Christians and the non-Jewish Christians, yes, would come. And so, you know, the Gentile Christian, non-Jewish guy, he'd come and bring pork sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then the Jewish guy's like, what the heck? I can't be can't around this. And they're like, okay, you need to give each other grace on this. Hey, you know, if this makes your brother stumble, don't bring the pork sandwich in, yeah. you know. Right, Just right. don't bring it in. And, you know, eat that at your own house. Eat kosher when you get together. But it wasn't a law saying... You've got to eat kosher. You got to do this. You got to do that. And so right. this has actually already been decided in the Bible for us. It has. It has. Go two, ahead. Well, two of the three, two of the three, of the decisions was basically an issue of conscience. Yes. Uh, obviously, the sexual immorality. Right. All through the scriptures. Right. One man, one woman for life. Right. In the in the covenant of marriage. Uh, but the other two. Uh, Abstain from from food that's been offered to idols. Don't don't cloud the issue for for baby Christians for immature believers, right. and the and then the the meat that's been been strangled and, and the blood, which is kind of a health issue too. Right. They, for for conscience' sake, let's don't do those those two, including the the third, been the in sexual immorality. Right. So so two of the three was really an issue of conscience. Right. For for the for mm-hmm. four, and I say this carefully for the greater good of the group. Yep, exactly. And it was like... And I at, say that carefully because we're... And at the time, I mean, like when Paul's writing to Rome, at this time, the, the Gentile Christians are the ones who are are uh, are leading the, the church because the Jewish Christians, along with the rest of the Jews, have been, have been forced to leave. So they are like the strong group now, and he, and Paul's trying to tell them, you know, you guys are in a position of authority, and you've so this wasn't always your church, you know. It used to be Jewish Christians, <laughs> so let's don't forget where you come from. Mm-hmm. And and as they come back, as they're coming back into Rome, you know, don't let a sandwich stand in front of you and fellowship with your brother. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know, I think yeah. Paul's saying, "Come on, man." Yeah. Come on, you know. Man. Yeah, and so the whole the whole thing, you know, is like, well, Jesus was was a Jew. Well, yeah, he was a Jew, and I think you know we have to ask the question: Why was the law given mm-hmm. in the first place? Why was mm-hmm. it given? It was to show us how far from God we really are. Exactly. How devastating well, the know, fall was. I think even for the, now, the to me the the way I understand the Old Testament. The, the law wasn't given to all nations. It was given to one nation. Exactly. Yeah. To to um, be very different from the pagan neighbors around them. They're they supposed to be a witness of, of God. Exactly. To, to those so, around them. So, and I don't think them. it was meant to set as 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 this big stumbling block, but it was a way that they were to worship God in in a very unique way, and um, but along with that, bringing it into 
later cultures, I mean, it is, this is a, is, is an Israel thing. This is a Jewish thing. Mm -hmm. And then when it becomes, I'm not Jewish. I, as far as I can track my lineage, I'm Welsh, you know? (laughs) So the, the Welsh people aren't, um, you know, if I want to do this in order to honor God, if I want to say, you know, I'm going to go to church uh, that has this church open on Saturday, I'm going to make that my time of worship. That's well, fine. well, good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think my issue is when they're like telling you, no, if you go to church on Sunday, that's taking the mark of the beast because, you know, they have weird explanations for that that take scripture way out of context. It's really weird. It, but, it is, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, and I don't know. They're just... I understand the sincere desire to want to do some of that because I think in our culture we, and I apologize, I'm talking too much. Um, no coffee though, but it was, <laughs> I think we have an identity crisis, obviously we do, in our society. Yeah, we do. So we want to go back to some culture that we feel ingrained in, that we feel stable in. And I understand that, you know, I, I think that's a good place to start. You know, if you want to start with old Jewish customs, you know, but just understand that that's a preference thing, like you said. Yeah, it's, it's like here in America. Here in America, we have laws. Well, each nation had to have their own laws, you know. And so when we mm-hmm. look at the the law that the that the Jews had, they had a law that helped govern um, what they did. Right. And I think um, we also have to look there too that you know God also had a moral law. Mm-hmm. that was there that was on top of that now that never did change because um, when you look at the ten commandments and and jesus said it best he said you know they asked him so well, what's the greatest commandment well jesus didn't give them just one he gave them two which was in the law those two absolutely those two Deuteronomy. Were, yeah they're right there in the law love and, the lord your god with all yeah, your with heart mind soul strength and love your neighbor and, as yourself and love your neighbor that's old testament that's old testament <laughs> and so and 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 in doing that you've already practiced the the 10 commandments yep yes yep yeah i mean cuz cuz some of it deals with loving god and the other yep. deals with loving uh loving people yep. you know if if you're loving god then you're going to want to serve him and, mm-hmm. and and do those things and then if you love people well you're not going to you're not going to uh, kill them. You're not going to. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to steal what's not yours, and you're not going to take your neighbor's wife, and and <laughs> you know you're not going to do those things if you truly, truly love um, uh, those people. And I think that's what Jesus was trying to establish more um, was you know this love. That's what love is about. Well, I think you nailed it on the head because of. These other groups that we may be talking about now or in the near future, it's all all a question of what is real spiritualness? How, how do you really want to be spiritual? Is it trying to keep the law? Is it uh, health and wealth? Is it, you know, what what is the picture of somebody that's really spiritual? Is it somebody that obeys the Torah? Is it somebody that is, you know, doing this or that? How can you really look and see if somebody's really uh, more spiritual. How do you judge that? And uh, what you said about love. And I think a lot of people, they when they judge that, they just look at the emotional part of it or the, the set of rules that people. Yep. That or their by. giftings or what, you know, hey, I, I read, you know, 15 chapters in my Bible today. Oh, man, he's spiritual. Mm-hmm. Man, he read 15 chapters. 
Well, Jesus said the true measure of spirituality is like what you just said, loving God and loving others. So where am I at on that? You know, I might, I might know, uh, I might have memorized 15 chapters, but I go home and treat my, dirt, my wife mm-hmm. like dirt, you know. <laughs> uh, I think that's not being spiritual. And that, that lies in, too. If, you, if you're loving God and loving people, then you're going to want to act a certain way right. and do a certain thing, you know, because that's, that's, a, that's a response of that love. You know, um, and so um, the law, you know, we, we read in, I, I know it's in one of the Gospels there, maybe Matthew, but Jesus, the Bible says he fulfilled, fulfilled the law. Um, so, you know, uh, chime in on that. Tell me what you guys think about what it means to, because I know that's a big question too, you know. Um, what does it mean that he fulfilled the law? Mm-hmm. Well, he, he also said that, that, the, that no part of the law would ever would, would disappear right from, right from it that 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 he had come to fulfill it and so i think for us as new testament christians when we look at the law helps us look at how awesome the, the work and the ministry of jesus was that 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 we aren't bound by the law because mm-hmm. we couldn't even if we tried we couldn't fulfill all of it. It, it 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 shows us how far from god we really are and it also shows how awesome and complete mm-hmm. the work of jesus really was to fulfill it and to set us to set us free, it's still there to look at. It's still there as a, a, a as a mirror, which is what the kind of scripture kind of refers to. We could look to it as a mirror to 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 show how far from God I originally was, and how awesome the work of Jesus is, and then to see Jesus do that work in me. Mm-hmm. Is that making sense? Yeah. And uh, and so yeah. I, with it, passes, in the context yeah. of that, I mean, it was, Jesus said, I'm not here to uh, do away with the law, mm-hmm. but I'm here to fulfill, fulfill it. it. And so they were questioning that because he was doing things like working on the oh, Sabbath. Yeah. He's healing. And, he was and, healing that shriveled yeah, man so, with the shriveled hand. So he, was, he wasn't redefining the law, but really showing what the heart of the law always was um, because, like, we do typically do we'll do a uh, um, add our own laws to God's law and in the uh, Jesus's time they were called fence laws and if uh, you uh, so you wouldn't break the sin of adultery uh, break that law they uh, the Pharisees had a law that you couldn't even look upon a woman so that would prevent you from committing adultery i guess <laughs> yeah. so they were called the the bleeding foreheads because they were always running into things but jesus is here to fulfill the law and it's it's uh i think in reference to that it's he's not, jesus has never come to destroy and disassemble the law but really show you how to live the law of god that he god always yeah. wanted yeah because yeah. he wanted the law written on our hearts yes, exactly yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah yeah, he wanted it written on our on our hearts. Well, the thing about it is, we 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 literally cannot keep the law. You know, rules are meant to be broken, right? That's we've all heard that rules. Yeah. You know, how, how many of us actually go actually drive fifty five on a fifty five? You know, unless you're setting your speed control. You know, I mean, you're right. gonna, you're going to go over a little bit. Yeah. You know, you might slow down a little bit, like whoa, you know, mm-hmm. but you're you're essentially breaking that 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 rule. Right. You know, the thing, but that's what sin does in a person's life is sin is going to be there. And it's like, 
you know, no matter what um, Israel did, they could, you know, they they tried their best to keep the law. You look at the the religious that were there, and and Jesus called them vipers, you know, and they pro- they looked like the holiest of all holiest people. I mean, you got to realize they've got uh, their robes were were all decked out, and they've got verses hanging on them, and. You know, you, you think, man, if these if anybody knows the law and knows how to live the law, well, it's these guys right here, mm-hmm. you know. And, and Jesus is like, hey, you bunch of vipers. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, and, I, and I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about the, how even even today we have a, there is a, almost a modern Christian law that we sometimes when people come to, come to Christ that we put kinds of things yeah shackles you know Uh because it you have a when you look at the the work of of Jesus and how he approached people and invited people into a relationship with him um, it wasn't still a lot of doing it just was follow follow me abide in me and and today and and I've been guilty of this you know somebody comes to know Christ What's the first thing we want to do? Well, I guess read your Bible, start attending meetings, start start doing all this kind of stuff. And 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 I want to be clear. I think those are good things and, mm-hmm. and things that probably folks, as they abide in Christ, should be doing. But when we hit them with that, yeah. there's obviously just a a Christian law that if we're not careful, we can be we can be guilty of of and and. Uh, Instead of letting people fall in love with, with following Jesus. Yeah, and I think it goes back to, you know, the, that word legalism. I know we talked about it on one podcast, you know. Just just a man-made set of rules that you have to live by to obtain righteousness. And, and what the what Christians have to realize is, man, we, we are not righteous no. in ourselves. We are not. Our righteousness is as filthy rags, you know. Mm-hmm. And what the and word no says. No one is good. Yeah, I mean, I just read that the other day. Uh, we got to realize it. It's 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 all about him. And quit quit pointing the finger at ourselves. Look at me when we say, we should be saying, look at him. You right. know, I couldn't I couldn't tell you how many you know. I mean, you guys know churches that you know it's all about what the the pulpit and the the, the entertainment and the you know whatever be the case you know and it's not. You know, it, it's more about what's happening there than it is about us coming together to to worship the Lord. Right. And uh, man, it's that. Of course, that's American culture for you, American, you know, me centered um, attitude right. um, and things. Uh, but you know, we 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 have to realize that we need Jesus. Yeah, we need Him. Yeah, you know, and those that we are trying to reach need Jesus. They don't need us. Right. Yeah. They don't need our knowledge per se. They don't need our viewpoints per per, per se. Right. They, they need they need Jesus. I had I had a gen- <laughs> had a gentleman message me last night. He said, "Please, I need you to ca- I need you to call me and and minister to me and 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 speak a word in my life." And you know what? I I sent him I sent him a scripture, <laughs> I believe it was first Peter, I think it was, you know, to 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 get into the word. To 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 hunger after the, um, the the sincere milk, you know, the word, of the word, and to grow. And I said, I said, man, listen, that's that that's your word right there. You get yeah. in the word. Yeah. And I said, yeah. let let the word minister. The word is to, to you. get in the word. You know, I mean, we're we're all the time we're looking we're looking for to to some man or woman mm-hmm. uh, for a word for our life when we won't even get into the very words that God breathed in and 
and inspired, you know, these, these, you know, these great men and women of old, you know, I mean, (laughs) which is why back to the law for a minute, why the, the law is such a, such a temptation is as if I can do ABC or one, two, three, you can measure that. I can, yeah, I can Uh measure that. Yeah. 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 Even within our own heart, let alone somebody else's heart, it's hard to measure. It's hard to measure spiritual growth. I mean, Jesus talked about it in, in the gospel of Mark, about the kingdom of God, you know, that it, it, it's like sowing wheat, you know, but you don't know, you know, you don't see it growing, but over time you look and there it is, it's grown. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, uh, and it's a lot like that in our in our hearts. Well, but if I can do the law, if I can do one, two, three, mm-hmm. that's an easy measure right there. Say, oh man, I've got it today. But man. I, did I one, mean, two, the three. questions we should probably ask is rather than you know how much my Bible did I read last year or how much how how was my church attendance and like you said, these are all good things. We need to use these things to understand that these things train us in order to love God and love others more. Yeah. So the real question should probably be, um, am I more patient this year than I was last year? Am I, um, you know, have I, have I really shown a lot more compassion to mm-hmm. my wife? Have I been much more understanding towards my kids? Have I been quick to kinder. listen? Mm-hmm. Have I been kinder? Have I been quick to listen instead mm-hmm. of quick to talk? You know, um, as we if we can be honest with ourselves, that would be a better measure, measurement of looking at the fruits of the Spirit, you know. Um, and so sometimes, you know, when you're a pastor at a, at a smaller church in the middle of nowhere, you wonder, you know, because the pressure is is numbers mm-hmm. all the time, no matter what denomination or what you're in. And you're seen as a mightier person the more numbers you get. And I understand there's some res- there should be some respect there. There should be, yeah. Definitely, and and um, but don't count the little guys out. You know, I think I hope that I mean we're growing numerically very slow, but I really am so proud of our church. I really see us maturing, and I'll tell you, there's nothing more exciting for a pastor to see your your church people loving like they never loved before, and uh, and then you know, out loving you, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, Oh, I've got to step mine up. I've got to, you know, these people are willing to really sacrifice for others. I'm like, that makes me look more yeah. inward. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you said a word there, mature. And when I was growing up, um, I, you know, I used to hear, you know, preachers preach a lot. You need to be perfect. You need to be perfect. You need to be perfect. And, you know, and I, I found myself, you know, I'm like, Ooh, no matter what I did, I, I just, Man, I was missing the mark, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, and then you you get to where you're 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 condemning yourself, you know, like well, I ain't gonna be able to go to heaven, you know, and, and right. you know, and all those things, and you know, of course, by the way, there's no condemnation in Jesus Christ. We'll just go ahead and throw that out there. There you go. Yeah. Um, but the word perfect there, it it, it 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 when when I was growing up, it doesn't mean what I thought it was when I was growing up. When I finally read and studied it, it means to mature or grow. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And and like you were saying, we are. That's a game changer when you understand yeah, it that way. Yeah, right? when you, yeah when you is I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, here I am. I'm I'm beating myself up over the head, and God's not doing it. Right. It's all it's all me, and I think that's where grace comes in. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because God is not beating people on top of the head. Right. But he's given you grace so that you can learn and grow from what you're doing so that you can you can grow closer to him. Right. You know, we love people so that we can bring them to the one who can actually help them and change them and develop right. them. You know, and a lot of time I don't think I don't think it's really changing them. It's more of you he is he is taking away what wasn't of you in the first place. Because when we think about the, the, the fall of Adam and Eve, you know, before that, you know, that was Adam and Eve. That's who God created them to be. And then when the fall happened and sin came upon their life, you know, that was not them. That's, that's sin. That, that's their new master now. And, and it came into the world. It makes you do crazy things. It, you know, that's yeah. what sin does. And, um, and so what, what the Lord's saying, hey, I'm giving you grace. I think there's one scripture that says grace teaches us all things to, to deny ungodliness and worldly lust and um, those things. And that grace is kind of that, 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 that what, God, what God gives us to teach us to, to, um, so that we can read and study his word and know what's right and what's wrong and, and know, hey, you know what, I see this in my area and you know, well, I need to, I need to do something with it, right. and I think grace gives it opportunity to you know to to continue to mature and to grow. Uh, you know, I think of I think of sports a lot of times. You know, you have a player. I mean, I started I I started coaching this past year in basketball. You know, and I seen uh, the girls team, and I you know I can I can I can name you you know some of the ones that they couldn't even get the basketball to the rim. You know. But after this season, after the season continue on, and we practiced and we practiced, and and now they've got a pretty good form of a shot, and they're making shots. And you know, I mean, they had to get there, but it didn't happen like that first day of practice. And we can't just people get saved and like, okay, tomorrow make sure you come or next Sunday make sure you're wearing a a three piece suit and. <laughs> <laughs> your hair's cut and your, you know, uh, all your earrings are out of you, <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> right. You know, that's the, that's the truth. We have to allow people to grow and mature in the Lord, and that's what grace does for us. And um, when we start realizing that each person's on a different level and they need to be, and that's why the Word tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, because when you read that, he tells us that we're to edify one another and to help one another, encourage one another. And, you know, when you've got somebody's been in the faith for 150 years and they're sitting there in the pew and they get up and and you know that they love Jesus, you know. And uh, a lot of times I, I just stop, man. I'm like, I just, I got to hear, I got to hear what's going on because they've, they've, they've lived this, you know. Right. And, and they can, you know, we all invest in each other as, as, an, as an assembly yeah. together of worshipers. It's something you, you we have to guard on as we get older, of of the leaning on the law or the um, shortcuts. Um, I hate to, to think of the phrase "lazy Christianity" because I'm just back to that. It is so it's easy to measure "quote unquote" spirituality by those kinds of things, right? Than to allow the Spirit to do His work yeah. that He wants to do it first in my heart. And then the hearts of those around me. Absolutely. We have to learn to do that work. Yeah. We do. Yeah. yeah, I think when we are quick to judge other people of their own performance um, and not give them grace, I think 
we're not uh, looking at ourselves real clearly. Yeah. Uh, and what helps me, I mean, I don't think you should dwell on your mistakes, but when I go to bed at night, I kind of review my day and I think, okay, you know, that went well, that did not go well. <laughs> that went well. <laughs> this, <plenty> of those. <laughs> this didn't go so well. And, you know, it's my time to wrap up my day and say, Lord, you know, I see that I've kind of taken account and I realized that, you know, I kind of spoke a little, I was kind of snippy, you know, mm. and uh, helped me explore what that was going on in me because that's not of you and ask your forgiveness. And, you know, by the end of the night, I, I, you know, I realize I am forgiven, but boy, I know I'm not perfect. And so we need to always be in that awareness. If we're so quick to judge, then man, you need to look, as Jesus said, you know, take the log out of your own eye, man. <laughs> I love that chapter. You know, chapter seven, of Matthew. I, I think if we're so quick to wanting to pull uh, splinters out of other people's lives, we haven't really took the time. We're so blind by the log in our own eye, we can't. We, we don't even realize it. So <laughs> can't see clearly. No, 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 no. So we're quick to judge. So to me, if if you're quick to judge where other people are at, then you need to take a closer look at yourself. Yeah, you do. I know yeah. I do. Yeah. Thank the Lord for grace. Absolutely. Thank the. Thank you, Lord, for grace. And you know, I think that's a that's a good good way to to end off this episode. Is yeah, yeah. You know, um, listen. If you're listening and you struggle um, with certain things in your life, keep struggling, and just keep giving it to Jesus. Absolutely. You know, um, He knew you couldn't live the law. God knew you couldn't live the law because that's why He sent Jesus. Yeah. He He sent Jesus to die for us. And uh, Jesus said, "I came into the world um, uh, so that you know that He could He could save the world." Yeah. And um, there there is no condemn condemnation in Jesus. You you put your trust in Jesus and you follow Jesus, you know. Then 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 you know you're gonna you're gonna live the way you need to live. And there are gonna be times when you when you falter and you stumble and and those things. And a lot of that's to deal with because of the flesh. The flesh likes to fight against the, the spiritual man, and um, we are to deny ourselves daily, um, take up our cross, and, and, and just follow Jesus, follow him, follow him with everything you've got, and, and, and you know, we have grace, grace, that unmerited favor, God is, he's, he's favoring you, and he knows that you can, you can do it, just, just follow Jesus, that's the, you know, they that believe in the Lord shall be, shall be saved. And um, so we're going to we're going to end right there. Um, uh, Y'all have any other uh, comments or anything about that? Um, Hey, the law did what it was supposed to do. It directed us to Jesus. And, you know, and because of grace, we we are saved by grace. We are saved. And that's that's Bible that I mean, that's right there. You can look it up for yourselves. As a matter of fact, I encourage you to to get in that thing and that Bible, it's life. Read it for yourself. Know it for yourself, and um, and and you'll find that it it will be life for you, and it'll be food for your spirit, and you will know what grace what grace is for. And uh, when you read the law, and you'll you'll recognize, whew, 
I am a messed up individual, <laughs> and I need somebody. And you know what? We're all messed up individuals, and Jesus is right there. So. I'd like to see our listeners write in how I'd how, love it. how they've gotten untangled from that wall and and uh, a little bit of their story and oh, how yeah. God's grace kind of has helped them with that. So write in. We yeah, we want to hear you. Woo. My goodness. Well, until uh, next time, tune in for us. We've got some other great stuff that we're going to talk about, and we would love for you to listen and share with somebody, write into us, let us know how uh, this podcast is helping you, and um, we hope it is help is helping you. That's our prayer as we deliberate and talk about the Bible. So be blessed in the name of Jesus. Thank you.